0: Hey, welcome to the Innovation Mindset Podcast, powered by the Jim Moran College of Entrepreneurship. I am your host, Mark McNeese. And today in studio, we have the co-founder of Poorhouse Tally Mobile Bar, Carson McClucky. Hey, Carson, thank you for coming in. And how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your business, how it got started.
1: Yeah, so Poorhouse Tally is a mobile bar that we rent to really anyone that has a need. Our target market's mostly weddings and um, birthday parties and quinceaneras and stuff like that. Anything that has like a destination wedding, maybe say like a pole barn, and they have everything except uh, a bar. And I would bring the bar, set it up, fill it with ice, and then the client would hire a third-party bartender service or get your uncle to do it or, or something like that. Right. And they would purchase the alcohol and pr- provide the bartending. And I – yeah, so after the event, I would just pick up the bar and clean it and go to the next one kind of deal. So
0: That's really, really smart. It, it takes all the liability of, yes. of being a bartender yes. out of it. I when I heard about your business. I thought it was a really interesting business model of, hey, we're, we'll provide the bar, the ice, the everything, you, you provide the alcohol and the bartender, and you're ready to go. So how did you come up with this idea? And, and you're doing it with your sister, right? Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. So last year, basically, my sister was getting married in November, and she said she wanted a mobile bar because she was getting married at a beach house. And my dad, being the creative person he is, where I get it from, he was like, I'll just buy a horse trailer and convert it. And I was like, he said, will you help me? I said, yeah, I'll help you. And so I helped him. He he, A lot of hours, a lot of hours into that, figuring things out. Because when you start building things, and you're like, that doesn't work. So let's start from scratch again. Just building the, you know, just the framing the coolers and getting the lids to work and figuring out how you're going to drain it. You're gonna have to take the lid off to pull the cooler out to drain the ice, so there's a lot that actually goes into it. But anyways, he was getting it, and we surprised my sister Casey for the wedding and brought the bar, and she loved it. And he was like, "Okay, it's yours, do something with it." Oh wow! How oh, cool? I, yeah, and I let I let a couple months go by. I get the the wedding jitters out of the way, and I said, "Casey, I said if you're not gonna, because she's busy. She works full time job. Mm-hmm. She just got married, and they got animals and whatnot, and Lord knows what else is coming. So." I said why don't we why don't we make it into a business cuz I had been looking in Tallahassee and seeing what's around there's I believe it's called Frip and Frawley and they have an old Cushman golf cart and what they did was renovate the golf cart and put kegs in the back so they'll just fill it with kegs and take it to the <laughs> take it to the to the to an event and do it that way but I did not really see a actual fully functional bar I guess in Tallahassee, there are some in surrounding areas like maybe Valdosta and Panama City, Jacksonville. But I figured I think we have a, a pretty big market here and we have we know a lot of people. So I yeah. think, yeah. and Casey does wedding planning on the side. So she oh. knew some people that we could get in with. And um, she's worked with On the Rocks Bartending in the past. So that's, oh. that's helped me, I guess, with the business and referring people and trying to get things to work together. So.
0: Great. I was going to ask you... Are, ha- have you been advertising? So has it been mostly word of mouth or you do you have an Instagram account and all that kind of stuff as well?
1: Yes, sir. So at the beginning, it was mostly word of mouth. And my mom has a boutique in Monticello. It's like my whole family is entrepreneurs. So my mom has a boutique. My dad owns a construction company. Casey does the wedding planning. But it started with word of mouth. I made an Instagram, made a Facebook. And then um, I paid a, a friend of mine who's in marketing and he made me a website and that's just a basic thing. And yeah, so I guess, yes, is a question. I got the social media running and I think at first, my first couple of events was word of mouth, but now it's more Facebook. People will PM me on Facebook, a little sign, do the sign in sheet on the website right. and send their criteria and um, what's going on. And I'll tell them if I can help them or not. So, so what's your
0: market range are you guys going all the way down to Apalachicola or what kind of like how many miles are you willing to do this do you and then how you charge like how do you determine how much you're going to charge an event
1: yeah so we like to do two hours so like St. George Island is about two hours and because I've had some people ask me to go down south and up north more like five or six hours and I'm like yeah that's a haul like i can do it i just will price it so it's valuable to me it's worth doing it you know what i mean so i'm not doing it for free i want to get my name out there but at the same time i also value by my time yeah exactly uh, so i think we me and casey talked about it i want to say it's like the first 50 miles are free and then it's i cannot don't quote me <laughs> it's either 50 cents or like a buck every, right, other every mile. mile okay if saint george island is i don't know 100 miles and it's mm-hmm. The first 50 is free and then the rest is another 50 bucks. Or yeah, something. that's not bad at all. Yeah, no, it's not bad. I don't want to make it fair because I want to earn people's trust. I want to earn people's business. I'm not, this is, obviously it's a business and I'm, and I'm, I treat it like that, but I also want to not take advantage of people and grow it accordingly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a student here in the Jim Moran College commercial, right? Yes. So is this your first year? You're a junior?
1: Yes, sir. First year.
0: Tell us a little bit about your experience so far and has anything that you've been learning in class. I know you're just starting. So anything applicable to running your business?
1: Yes. So it's very interesting. I have negotiations with Garner and that's probably one of my favorite classes I've ever taken. And he just talks about, and then that doesn't really apply to business, but I think it more applies to life and to things you're going to do, buy a car, buy a house, sell a car, sell a house. Right. And how there's different, I guess, just different ways to go about negotiating. You didn't really think about it because growing up, me and my dad would always flip a boat or not flip a boat, buy a boat. No, no, and, you no. You know, fix no, it up. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Some, I understand what you meant, Yeah. And Jeeps and just stuff like that. We always were doing stuff. So I would be on Craigslist back in the day before Marketplace right. came up and- I would be meeting people when I was like 15 and being like they and be like, where's your dad? And I'd be like, no, you can talk to me. And I'd sell random things around his construction, his construction office, yard and whatnot, whatever he wanted me to sell. He said, take care of it. I said, okay, I'll take care
0: of it. Well, that's, um, that's great experience. Yeah, it and is. Yeah, I always... Hear a lot of positive about Bob Gardner's class, and one thing I always hear that you guys get to play Monopoly. Have you played Monopoly yet? I have not played Monopoly. Oh, yet. I wonder. Maybe it, that'll come in the next maybe, few weeks. Maybe, I maybe. Hopefully, I didn't reveal something yeah. that was meant to be as a I secret. Might, yeah, but yeah, just, yeah. I I don't know. I've just heard that like. He uses Monopoly as a way to do negotiations, which, I mean, basically Monopoly, that's all you're doing is, well, you're going around the board, but you're negotiating with uh, your other players, and I think it's a really smart way, an entertaining way to apply in a safe way what what you're learning, but you're out there in real life knocking it out, negotiating and and, and
1: things like that. It was was cool seeing things he talks about. There's really some things I had just learned on my own just doing it a couple times, and I also, want to give a shout, out to Mr. Lewis, Lanny Lewis. He has, gosh, creating value through customer acquisition. Okay, what's his class? And it's, I tell, I tell people, it's like corporate marketing. I would say, mm-hmm. and how big businesses, like multi-billion-dollar businesses, how they reach their audience. And I think that's pretty interesting. And I've actually tried to integrate it. some things. Just, it's hard with a local small business like mine. But if you just I would say, word a post a certain way. Oh, hey, we're getting filled up for January. You need to book now before it's too late. Right. And I did that. And just for different, that's just for an example. And I've seen people engage more because you're like, oh boy, you need to hurry up and make sure he has a spot available, I guess you could say. So <coughs> I think that's his class has been very, very interesting.
0: No, that that's great to hear. He's a he's also a, a great instructor or professor here at the Jim Moran College. You'll have me next semester. I oh, will, I think. Yeah, we'll have in class, market yeah, solutions too. to social problems. Yes. So maybe we can put an environmental friendly twist on what you're doing
1: or figure out something like that. Oh, so when did you get started? So we started in March and Casey was like I I don't want to, I'm not really throwing her under the bus. I guess she was just like, just give me my cut. And I said, okay. So I'll just, I'll take control and I'll take the bar. I'll clean the bar. I'll touch it up if it has. Because over time, it just normal wear and tear. And I'll touch it up with paint or some finish. Or I'd really like to install a kegerator in there actually. And I'd like to install a sink too. So when the bartenders are working, they can wash their hands. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's just convenient. But we started in March and... We've been going good and had a little hiccup. I had is not really off topic. I guess it's part of it. My house burnt down oh, in no. July, and I I was in the hospital for a month. Oh, from burns and stuff. Yeah, so that was kind. Of, yeah, three weeks of sleep. It was pretty pretty crazy.
0: That is pretty crazy. Yeah. So is I your family home or just no? Where I was you were living? I was
1: living with my two roommates and in a house right off campus.
0: Okay. My, I, we're all wondering what happened. What, yeah, so what started the fire?
1: We we don't really know what started the fire. It was 8.30 on a Sunday morning. My roommate was screaming, get the heck up. And we all ran out of the house. I had two friends sleeping on the couch, and I had two other roommates. We got outside, and my two friends were outside, and my one roommate was outside. I said, well, where is Jared? And so not even like that. The, now, I will say the fire started in the carport. So technically, it was still outside. Mm-hmm. So I ran back in the house, ran to the end of the hall, looking in Jared's room. He's not there. I get. The, I guess he slept at his parents' house that night. Um, so I ran back, and when I go to go in the door I came out of, it was locked. By that time, the fire was in the house. So I'm trying to unlock the door, but the handle's so hot, it's a circular right. handle. So I'm trying to unlock the handle, and I can't. Eventually, I got it open. I think God opened that that handle for me. Cause I don't know how I did it, and my back's just getting cooked. I oh never felt heat like that. Then I get outside, and I'm a miles a minute. I'm all on adrenaline. I'm like, all right, we got to we gotta move the truck or blah, 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 because his truck was hooked up to his boat that was in the carport, and the whole boat, when I saw it, was on fire. And then the fire marshal never said, we don't know really what started it. But I got outside. I said, call 911. They called 911. And all I remember is this guy in an Uber pulled up, and, just some random uber and he started pouring water on me because i was all burnt on my back and in my chest and he said "Where are the ambulance, where are i said "Well, i don't know then i got in the ambulance and I put the, well, the fireman showed up and the ambulance showed up and i got in the ambulance and i laid back and thankfully i'd call my dad i don't know where the heck he was but somehow he got there in five minutes i guess when you get that call you gotta yeah, start I, driving a little faster that's right so i got in the ambulance and he came around the corner and he was grabbing me he's like, you're right i said yeah i think and they said, sir, we're taking them to TMH yeah, TMH. He said, okay. And they go, all right, uh, wow." they said something like a shot of fentanyl. And I was like, what? I didn't know there was good fentanyl. I thought it was just all bad fentanyl. <laughs> yeah. So all I remember was getting in the ambulance and uh, them saying that. And then I woke up three weeks later in a hospital. I had four surgeries, twenty-eight percent degree or twenty-eight percent of my body was burned, second degree burns. But yeah, so that has put a hiccup in my life just a little bit. So that, yeah, that
0: absolutely. Was, and this happened after happened. you started your business,
1: right? So this was three months ago, and I came back a week before school started.
0: Yeah. Wow, that is that is an incredible story. Yeah. And, and yeah. super scary too. Yeah, very,
1: very. And yeah. thre-
0: and waking up in a hospital like three weeks later, burns are just nasty,
1: yeah not man. good. Not I mean, good. Thankfully, I had my first surgery. Not my first, I guess my fifth surgery. But it's a laser fractional ablation surgery, and what they do is they shoot lasers into your scars, and they, it's, it'll just help them heal a little better. So I did that probably two weeks ago, wow. and I'll have it every month. So I'll have it. I think I'm skipping December. I'm going to January and then February. But it's, yeah, burns, they suck. Yeah. They suck. And But thankfully, they say everything will heal. Like the redness will go down, mm-hmm. and, and the scars won't be as, like, protruding in about two years so i have to I have the skin grafts all over my legs or they took the skin they put it through the roller and they attached it on me medical
0: yeah. advancements it is are, they said they. Insane. it is
1: they said if this happened 10 or 20 15 20 years ago they said you would have been just stuck because the worst part is you got to stretch right. you have to they put it on you like this and then you have to stretch it out and that's it's brutal so that's Not to get all sappy, but... No, no.
0: I mean, it's reality. And especially you're in a startup, you're getting going, you're getting some traction. and So take us through. So you're in the hospital. Does the business just stop or does Um, your sister or some friends like step in? Did you have contracts that still needed to be like, what's going on? Yes. So
1: thankfully I didn't have anything. So this happened July. I was in hospital till uh, about about a month so around august 23rd 25th something thankfully i didn't have anything booked and but I, but i know if i did casey knows everything so she would have taken care of it her and her husband so that's good but i also work i'm a project manager for my dad for const- his construction company so that's what i did all summer leading up to entering school and i had three or four projects i was in charge of and then i disappeared before monday morning and then Obviously everything is fine now but it's uh, my dad my, my dad has been in business 20 years and he has other people that can take care of things thankfully so that yeah. that that worked out.
0: Absolutely. So is your business mainly I would imagine on the weekends so it doesn't really interfere with your project managing? Man, you're a busy guy, full-time yeah. student and working with your dad and then have your startup going. Yes, sir. I like to stay when, busy. When you, yeah, you're, that's good because <laughs> it sounds like you are really busy. Yes, sir. So is this to you like just a fun thing to do? Do you think there's a future in it? Do you have dreams for it? Are you thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe there's another trailer. Take it to
1: Jacksonville. What are you thinking? This What's is, the future? Uh, as of right now, it's a fun side job for me. It's cool owning your own business and keeping it, you know, sustainable, keeping it alive, being right. able to pay for you know your business license and whatnot. So, as of right now, yes, that is that's my my thinking. I'd like to um, interact with other people and get other people's ideas. That's what I like about being in the entrepreneurship college is you can talk to other people and hear other people's ideas because this guy may say something and you're like I don't even know I knew I would never think of that, and somehow you can integrate the two. Yeah, I think. As of right now, I only need one trailer, but I have thought about another trailer in the future if things really pop off next year, which is, I have a new marketing guy. He made me a, a newer website and he's going to be running some ads for me and he, he knows what he's doing. So I hope we can get some. I like, because I would, I'd really have three a month. Okay. Of, I'll take it to your, because I'll take it to people's backyards for their dad's retirement party. No, it's know? a
0: brilliant idea. Yeah. I, uh...
1: And they'll pay me cash and obviously I have to,
0: pay taxes yeah of course you pay taxes but yeah no i've never even really heard of this concept before but it, it really i do do you have a lot of competition or is this kind of new territory
1: i don't really know not that i know of i know Rip and Frawley is probably my only competition. Okay. No no beef with them. They've been around for a long time. But they also do it full time from what I heard. So they right. have that's like their whole career, I guess.
0: You'll have to send me some photos so I can put it up so people watch it on YouTube, can see your rig. Yes. And everything. So cool. What do
1: you pull what do you pull it with? My truck, my F-250, 2000. Diesel? Yeah, 73.
0: Right yes, on. Right. Yes,
1: sir. Nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Always like to ask at the end if there was anything if you could go back and talk to Carson before you decided to start this business Poorhouse Tally Mobile Bar, what would you tell yourself? What would be the best advice that you would give yourself?
1: I think personally, um, gosh, I'd say I would have set away a little more money. To spend on ads and anything social media, because social media, people have billion dollar businesses with social media. And mm-hmm. that's, it's not like a, you see it in a newspaper anymore or you right. have a commercial on the local news channel. Right. You can just use social media and make good money um, by promoting your business. And that's, I think I would have put away a little more money to start off a lot stronger, because as of right now, now I have that, but I've I'm, you know what I mean. It's I've already been in business nine months, yeah. which, is, which is good, but I wish I would have gone at it a lot stronger from the beginning. That's no, I think I that
0: say. I think that's fantastic advice, mm-hmm. Carson. Thank you so much for coming in. Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Innovation Mindset Podcast powered by the Jim Moran College. Do us a favor. If you like this episode, give us a or a comment or share it with your network. That helps uh, us get the word out for, uh, so other aspiring entrepreneurs can learn from each other. We will see you at the next episode. Thanks.